Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Earlier on the Wake Up Call with KB and Andy. Are they not downtown? It's going to be a fun weekend. All-star weekend here on The Fan, and we got you covered. KB and Andy, it's the wake-up call, and we are on the road together. Now, this is the – technically, this is the first remote we've done. If you remember, I joined you and Jake out uh, out at Colts camp, and it was very cold, and Jake Query had a Snuggie wrapped oh, around gosh, him. How could I forget? Uh, uh-huh. How could you ever right. – for, how could you forever get uh, – A forget parka that? and a Snuggie, if I remember correctly. <laughs> but we're hanging out at the NBA crossover event here at the Convention Center for the next three hours. Uh, what a fantastic layout, a fantastic setup, and boy, I can't wait for the next three hours. And this weekend, KB, it's just going to be fantastic. Good morning you, to you. Good morning to you as well. You call this an indoor theme park? That's oh, yeah. what I would call it. Oh, yeah. And it's a basketball theme park. A exactly indoor what it is. basketball theme park here at the Convention Center. For those that are coming down today, we are what? close to Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum posters. I'm trying to get a little bit of the lay of the land here for people that are coming down to the crossover. Just so many things to do. Uh, I can't wait to walk around and see a little bit more of it. I see a uh, draped uh, IndyCar. I do. Uh, I don't know if that was the one that escorted uh, Tyrese Halliburton (laughs) with Connor Daly behind the wheel uh, down to the Bicentennial Unity Plaza last night. We've got a full basketball court over here. If I'm not mistaken, I think think the G League is going to have some games with their players later today. I, I Judging by the stands, I assume that's where they're going to play. I, I, I don't know. I, I could be wrong on that. Uh, but tons of activities here to do. A lot of player appearances we'll keep you abreast about throughout the day. Again, this is your, this is your spot. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I know there's some concert venues within the convention center as well. So, uh, fingers crossed we don't get the snow that might be coming a little bit later <laughs> so, today. So, so you'll like this, our uh, engineer extraordinaire, Cam. Shout we're, out to Cam for setting us we're, up. We're, we're here, and there's a, there's a TV guy doing, I don't know if it's a live hit or if it's something that's in the can, if you will, but it was a meteorologist. I don't know all the meteorologists yet in the city. He's like, oh, yeah, it could be two to three inches. I go, what? <laughs> Me and Cam looked at him. That's so why I'm looking at the app. The app says it's going to be cold, so we'll see. It looks like Salt Saturday on the and Sunday. Salt so, on the sidewalks. Indy is prepared downtown. Speaking of the sidewalks, you'll love this. So I'm walking up. You know, I got. No, you know, I'm I'm up early. We're up. I don't want to cut it close just in case something happens. Okay, I don't want to be the the guy who's here at you know 6:59 as Mark Dykton is hitting the open. Um, so I'm out there and I'm walking up. You know, I park at the station. Uh, and I'm walking up here, and I start to hear, you know, it's very quiet on the streets of Indianapolis at about 6 a.m. So I start to hear, all the workout people. Boom! So you knew. So you know oh, where, yeah. I'm, you, where I, I'm going. I ran into them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They they run apparently at like six a.m. They were doing burpees when I oh, walked. Oh, is by. that it? Yeah. So so they're doing jumping jacks. I thought they went on a nice brisk run, and I'm like, like I feel like there's a better chance of me being in the NBA All Star game dunking on Tyrese Halliburton yeah. in the dunk they, contest yeah, specifically in probably. the dunk contest than being up at five thirty in the morning doing burpees and running now, miles downtown Indianapolis. They were decked out in Pacers and All Star gear, well, so it, that yeah. was a nice touch. Yeah. 
for them. Is that an Oscar Sheboy poster, if uh, I'm looking correctly? So, yes, so that would probably mean this is where the G so League will is. be performing. Okay. Cam, is there basketball over there? Because, you know, me and KB might have to get up Boy, shots in some of these breaks. I would breaks. love to get a shot well, up, the, yeah. The, the free throw contest is over there. Now, should we wait till 9.55 to do that, just in yeah, case probably. we get booted here from uh, <laughs> Exhibit Hall J in the convention <laughs> center? Good Friday morning to you. Thank you for spending it with us. I'm Kevin Bowen. He is Andy Sweeney. Again, shout out to Cam on site uh, for setting us up here. And Mark Dykton back in studio. Uh, we'll certainly touch on the Purdue Boilermakers last night. If you somehow went to bed at halftime or uh, you know didn't make it to the second half there, it was a flurry from the Boilermakers and a needed flurry in the second half. They're really right out of the gate. Out of halftime, they were able to stave off. I was impressed by Minnesota still hanging in there. You know, oftentimes, Andy, I feel like you see teams get punched after a great first half and they just never recover. Minnesota did hang in there for long stretches, but a variety of Boilermakers making the plays there for them as they win 84-76. A game much closer, I think, than that final score indicated. So we'll hit on that today. And that was a fun event last night, man. Uh, I, I, I really enjoyed being at the Vogue. Um, it that was, was awesome. Grant Hill, Tyrese Halliburton, Adrian Wojnarowski, the Woj Pod, I believe it's now live, um, and your podcast platform's there. But just a really fun event last night. And, you know, for you and I, I selfishly, I, I really enjoyed just getting out and doing shows like this or making appearances like last night. Tons of listeners there, so it was fun catching up with a variety of people. And I know I've said this before on the show, and I'm sure some people could say, you know, Kevin, you're just speaking whatever. You're you're carrying the Pacers' water. You're carrying Tyrese Halliburton's water. I genuinely mean it. And I've said this really from my very first interaction with him and just what I've observed and talking with people. I think he's different. I think he gets it. I think he gets it off the floor. I think he's a star off the floor. And I think there is a genuine belief behind his words. And he said it last night. To the audience out there, he has talked to many players around the NBA and point blank asked them, do you want to play in Indiana? Period. And he was honest. He said a lot of guys have told him no, but there are some guys that have told him yes. And Pascal Siakam being one of them. And it's that just, you know, he is our ambassador, not only for All-Star Weekend, but he wants to build something here. Um, And again, to me, this guy just absolutely gets it on and off the floor. Um, I think people will really enjoy that listen. I thought Grant Hill was a great listen as well. Um, So fun event last night for us at the Vogue. Dude, it was awesome, man. Uh, You know, a couple Indiana fans. You know, Indiana fans are going to corner you. You did take an early jab at the Hoosiers. So I have to to get my Woody takes uh, out of the way. But no, it was fantastic. So we we appreciate the people there uh, at ESPN Radio, uh, all the podcast people and audio people having us out uh, to to say hello. No, it was fun. Uh, Woj was great. We, you know, Woj reported. We, I mean, this wasn't a huge Woj bomb, but what Danilo Gallinari? Is, oh my gosh! Is, yeah, we who, saw him who, tweeted who out is, in the flesh. Where's he even going now? Was it was it Phoenix? I can't even I think remember it was Milwaukee, now. Milwaukee, right? Now, Milwaukee. That's it. By the way, they lost again last night. Doc Rivers three and seven since he took over. And last night, I'm watching Sports Center this morning, he's like, "We had guys that were already in Cabo." <laughs> That's a great. So basically, line. anyone not Dame Lillard or Giannis was already you know getting ready to go to Cabo. But so, a great event last night. Walking the Vogue last night, see Woj, 
But you see all the ghosts of Kevin Bowen past, right? Well, sure. All, all the yeah, times yeah, yeah. you've stumbled yeah, out of the right. out of the Vogue. Yeah, probably a blurry ghost <laughs> if we're going to be fully honest of what that picture looks like. So I see Woj, and he's on his phone, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, wow, my man, I wonder who he's texting, this and that. And sure enough, I look at my phone, boom, Woj alert pops up. You I'm saw, like, you is saw this real happen. life? Yeah, you saw it happen. Am I seeing this? fantastic. Be executed, and it was. The Danilo Gallinari tweet that Woj sent out. But he was great, uh, super personable, behind the scenes. And, you know, Grant Hill had a phrase. And for those unfamiliar, Grant Hill is, I forget the exact title, but basically he is the new selector from Team USA. Jerry Colangelo has passed that torch to Grant Hill. So when the Paris Olympics roll around here later this summer, Grant Hill will be the man in charge of selecting that 12-man roster for the United States. Um, Grant had a quote about Tyrese Halliburton that I was struck by. And, again, nodding my head at it. First, he he shared a story about his first interaction with Tyrese and was just immediately taken really aback by the maturity from him. You forget when you listen to Halliburton, you forget the dude's 23. Like it's like yeah, he's twenty three. I mean, who's got it better than him? Sorry, Harbaugh. Who's again, got it better than him? At twenty three, I'm asking the Vogue bartenders if they could sneak me a shot. Like, man, I can't even. I can't. Re- literally, I was probably at a buddy's house. You know, doing what doing what you do when you're twenty three. Sure, drinking and stinking, partying, doing the stupid stuff. Drinking that you and do. stinking. I love that phrase there. <laughs> but Grant Hill goes in describing Halliburton. He's electrifying and he's magnetic. And the magnetic word, I think, is such a great description for Tyrese Halliburton. Guys want to be around him. I think they want to be around him on the floor. I think they want to be around him off the floor. I think that is a very important word in looking at how Team USA will try to construct things. Tyrese Halliburton strikes him as a dude that if you want to say to him, hey, man, we need you to be our ninth or tenth guy, he'll nod his head and say that. But when he's on the floor, he's magnetic. You know, guys gravitate to him. He gets others involved. He's the magnet both ways. Guys gravitate towards him, and he gravitates towards others. So um, just a really fun watch, listen, to see all of that. I did have to laugh when Tyrese walked off stage and said – to a security guy, man, am I tired? This is going to be a long week for oh, him. Brother, it's only Thursday night, man. It is just getting started. <laughs> he was a busy, busy man. But he only had one meeting. He said, I have a business meeting. Business meeting a- to go after, to. So after about the Vogue. Not, about after the Vogue, he had a business meeting yeah. to go to. You know, I've said this to you, and we have sound. Reggie Miller, Shaq, and Charles Barkley, the crew, last night. I'm sure some of our listeners went out to go see uh, the TNT stuff. Uh, we'll play that sound later on. You know, they talked about. Which was here, right? Yeah. The TNT the, stuff was somewhere. I, I believe. So, in the convention. you know, they talked about, you know, the next, you know, as Kevin Durant and LeBron James, Chris Paul, uh, and some of those other guys, and some of these guys, you know, there's a next wave uh, of guys, not named like Kyrie Irving, who are going to be the face of the NBA, and, and Halliburton is one of them, and it's just, you know, he gets drafted, you know, just, here's what makes me smile if if we interviewed him this would be like literally one of the only questions or one of uh, one of the only thoughts that I would like some truth serum from him so he's you know he gets drafted and Sacramento was well thought of 15 years ago. Oh, you know, Mike Bibby, we talk about that, and Peja and Vladi, and Vladi Divac always looks like... Doug Christie fighting Kobe. Yeah, <laughs> Vladi Divac always looks like he could smoke a cigarette and then just go drop a double-double, do a behind-the-back pass. And so, He's the R-rated version of Jokic. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a great, that is a great... You need to, you need to uh, copyright that. That's good. <laughs> that actually is pretty good. I might steal that. So, you know... 
uh, you know, he gets drafted. And at that point, Sacramento's not even as well thought of as they are now, right? Uh, and so they're an up-and-coming team while they can build. And Woj even talked a little bit about this. And they're like, all right, we're going to build around you. And then it's like, okay, now you're traded. And now you're traded to Indiana. Uh, and the Pacers are trying to do – so he went from one team that was trying to do something to a second team that was trying to do something. And you're making great money. And and things, you know, you're 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 becoming known, but in the last, you know, calendar year or so, the guy is blown up to to being a star from being an NBA player that NBA people knew, right. but but not everybody knew. The sports world did not know. And really, I would to say being a, that guy, I, I would say a star for the first time in his basketball life. Like, yeah, I mean, sure, there's a level of obviously high school stardom, but I mean, he will be the first to tell you Iowa State. He was not thought of as no, but he he is a he is a face guy. of an organization. He is a soon to be face of one of them of Team USA basketball and of the entire league and of I mean, quite frankly, everyone that was there last night had a Tyrese Halliburton jersey on. All star I mean, jerseys. Yeah, I mean, there are 75 percent of the people there were were wearing Halliburton gear, new jerseys, old jerseys, whatever it may be going from yes you're an NBA guy and it's great to max deal super max face of a franchise one of the faces potentially in the next few years of team USA uh, in the NBA and then just all of the all of the different people that want your time right your time and energy and the the and what comes with that like the dude's life has blown up in the last several months and I I, I just I wonder you know his thoughts of man am I ever going to be known right when I get to Sacramento to okay now everybody knows me now now I'm a star now everyone knows me they know my dad they know my mom they you know they know my story yeah. uh, if you will and that that's that's pretty cool man that's powerful Frank I'll be shocked if he doesn't make Team USA. I just, oh, yeah. I, He's I just make get Team the USA. vibe. It just yeah. makes total sense to me in trying to, again, put together what a 12-man roster looks like. And I would say the other thing I was, you know, listening to Halliburton last night. And I mean, hell, Andy, I've consumed just about every Tyrese Halliburton podcast that you could. But in listening to him last night, it was another reminder about how openly he admits, I've never played a playoff game. Like, he brings that up organically. I swear he brought that up five different times over the course of the hour-long podcast. Yeah. Well, they were talking about Dame Lillard and pointing to the watch earlier in the season. He's like, hey, listen, he's a great one. I haven't played a playoff game yet. Right. But, again, like, when they ask him about, like, hey, how do you feel like, you know, the offense has evolved in the NBA and do you feel like defense needs to be there? And he's like, well, from what I hear in playoff time, it steps up. And then, again, he openly admits, like, I can't wait to experience that. Um, if we make the playoffs this year, I feel like it's a little bit of house money because, again, uh, I'm going to play free. I'm going to play loose. I, I, I don't know what that is like and I think just his general ability to like admit that not hide from it not run from it um, again he's got so many more boxes that he wants to check and he will uh, in his NBA career so busy day yesterday for Tyrese Halliburton again you saw him I mean he was on McAfee he was at Lucas Oil practicing for the three-point contest uh, he did the Bicentennial Plaza of course with all the Pacers alumni and Larry Bird in the building there and then last night at the Vogue. So we'll continue to get you set for today. Basically, the crossover here at the convention center opens up later today. This is a great, great spot to check out. First off, it's indoors. If we do get the weather that we are potentially going to get here, you're going to probably want to be indoors for a chunk of the day. Uh, I'm going to continue to call it basketball, the indoor basketball theme park here. Um, It is an awesome, awesome setup here in the convention center. And then tonight, it'll be the celebrity 
Liberty game over at Lucas Oil, the Rising Stars game over at GameBridge. Unless I've missed something, it sounds like Benedict Matherin's still going to participate, right? Yeah, I mean, Matherin was doing all sorts of uh, appearances and impress, if you will, yesterday. So, you know, hopefully. I haven't seen an announcement. Yeah, I, guess, I, I haven't seen an announcement. By the way, the crossover. So here's who's going to be down here today, okay? Now, we're actually on the autograph stage, which is funny, of course. Nobody's oh, here, so it's, a, it's except for uh, <laughs> us and Cam. Uh, Miles Turner is going to be here. Bill Walton. This is all at 2 o'clock today uh, here in the convention center. Miles Turner, who, by the way, shout out to him. He's been everywhere, too, yes, this week. Uh-huh. I mean, as much right. as anybody. I know Halliburton and so many of the other players are talked about. Miles Turner at 2 o'clock, along with Bill Walton and Jalen Brown. Uh, you can meet Roy Hibbert. He's at 2.15. Uh, let's see here. Duh, 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 duh. Looks like those guys are going to go to the end. Those same guys will come to the autograph stage around 3 o'clock. I already said Roy Hibbert, didn't I? Not Mac McClung will be here at 4 o'clock. A defending dunk contest. Yes, champ. sir. Obi Toppin at 4.15. And then Halliburton from 4.30 to 6 o'clock is scheduled here uh, at the crossover to be making an appearance as well. Joe Kim Noah at 5 o'clock. My man Luca as well. So, I mean, the stars are here. I'm on the NBA events. Go yeah, ahead the and app's plug fantastic. the app. You know, I've been doing it all week long. NBA Events app. That is your one-stop shop to set up your entire weekend here in Indianapolis. Again, we are live here at the convention center. Plenty of things for us to get to. Uh, we will re-rack that Adam Silver interview coming up here uh, in about 15 minutes. I know a lot of people, uh, when it gets to 945, you just aren't able to listen to the entire show. We had Adam Silver on to close things out yesterday. The commission was outstanding, so we definitely want to re-rack that. We'll do that here coming up in about 15 minutes. Uh, and certainly tons of hoop talk to get to today as the Purdue Boilermakers do do outlast Minnesota last night. Zach Eady battling foul trouble in that first half. A flurry of threes by the Golden Gophers, but Purdue made the plays in the second half. I want to say 49 points from Purdue. Kind that, of an odd game. They, in got, that they got up half. 16 to 5 and they're down 8 at half. Well, that was funny because, like, yeah. I feel like at the end of the podcast, I checked the score and it was, yeah, it was like 16 to 5 and I put my phone away. And then, you know, we were saying goodbye to, you know, whatever, everybody there. And next thing you know, I get to the car and I'm like, Wait, they're down eight and a half? <laughs> yeah, like... What happened? How many times has that happened to, to Purdue in the last couple of years where they led by double digits early on in a game and ended up down near, damn near double digits uh, at halftime? Not too many, I would imagine. No, not at all. Good Friday morning to you. I'm Kevin Bowen. He's Andy Sweeney. Again, Cam is with us here on site. Mark Dykton back in studio. Thank you for closing out the week with us. It is the Wake Up Call live here at the crossover event for NBA All-Star Weekend at 93.5. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. I have 107.5 The Fan. 
All right, so we're back at it on this Friday, hanging out with you until 10 o'clock. KB and Andy, it's the wake-up call, and we are live, and we're on remote at the NBA crossover event here, All-Star Weekend. Again, download the NBA Events app, and it breaks down uh, not only concerts and all that, but exactly which players are going to be here in the convention center uh, and what time. Men's, women's, doesn't matter. A uh, bunch of Pacers, a bunch of All-Stars are going to be around that you'll be able to uh, – to see, get an autograph from some of them. So uh, a lot of great things going on here. The NBA crossover event. Again, NBA events. That's the app that you need shout out to, to go ahead and download. Billy. Billy, Billy just walked by. Yes, he so did. shout out to him. Um, we got a nice crew starting to sprinkle in here to the convention. So we, we got to find some a, shots up. What time, uh, what time is this actually open? That's what I do need to know. Oh, Camp, yeah. if you could that find, is a good question. If you find that out. Is it 2 o'clock? Two? Okay, that's Thank what I you, thought. Thank you, sir. 2 o'clock. Two, uh, that makes sense there. Again, Indiana uh, NBA crossover, Indiana Convention Center, as Andy said, NBA events app is an absolute must. So at 2 o'clock, this place will open. Uh, you can bring the family again today, Saturday, Sunday, uh, and have a good time with that. All right, let's jump on out. Pay less, liquors hotline. Greg Rakestraw joins us here on the program. And, Greg, I know, first of all, good morning. I know your schedule must be absolutely crazy this weekend. Will you be able to enjoy any of the all-star festivities given your crazy schedule? That is a negatory ghost rider. Um, because of the All-Star game being here, my usual schedule for this weekend now involves driving back and forth to Evansville because I will have yep. the wrestling state finals, which gets the move to the Ford Center for one year to vacate and get out of the way of Gamebridge Fieldhouse show. I am exceedingly glad that All-Star weekend is here. Um, sadly, I will not be participating in any of the festivities. Rick, I think I saw one of the first ever events in the Ford Center. Indiana, my senior year of college, played at Evansville in men's basketball. And that was a beautiful venue. I mean, hell, that would have been, what, 2012? I mean, that's a long yep. time ago at this point. But that was, man, that was a beautiful venue. Good. Uh, that makes total sense. The, the, the modern-day faithful will be out in all forces, I would assume, there for the uh, Wrestling State Finals. Correct. We believe this is the furthest south that a state championship has been held ever in the IHSAA. Usually you'll, you'll see some you know, track and field is in Bloomington for three years. Boys basketball was at Assembly Hall when it first opened before Market Square Arena uh, got going in the mid-70s. So normally everything is centrally located. We've had an occasional state final in Terre Haute. Cross country is there, but girls basketball is there for a while. Fort Wayne had girls basketball for a few years when um, Gamebridge was busy with the Big Ten Women's Tournament. So because of the rarity of this, and as you well stated, because of the tremendous passion for wrestling in Evansville, that building's going to hold about nine or 10,000 uh, for the wrestling, and they expect sellouts for all four sessions. Boy, I was going to say, wow. I remember the modern-day faithful at Gamebridge Fieldhouse. They'd have that place rocking back in the day. He is great. Greg Strauss with us here uh, on the Payless Liquors Hotline. Again, we are live at the Convention Center for All-Star Weekend. Rake Boys sectional draw coming up Sunday. Is that correct? That is correct, which is why I'm not spending an entire weekend in Evansville. Just one night and then quickly Gosh. hopping back on the Redneck Autobahn to get back to Indianapolis for Sunday afternoon. <laughs> and refresh my memory, where are we at regional semi-state? I, I remember like we, we, we changed the schedule a little bit. I want to say it was last year. I know the girls are in semi-state for this weekend. Uh, refresh my memory on that. How, how do we do that? Right, girls semi-state, 32 teams are still playing. So last year we flipped the regional from a two-game format in the semi-state to one of the other way around. And this way, 32 communities 
get to experience the fun of making a semi-state. So eight teams remaining in each class, four different sites in each half of the state. Locally, the site of note uh, would be Southport Fieldhouse because Lawrence Central, Center Grove, Franklin, and Plainfield are all still playing. And uh, just kind of the the luck of the draw that the two Indy area teams in the far southern regional didn't play each other. And so Center Grove and Franklin both won. So all four of those teams playing in that semi-state, A, are used to playing in that building. But B, I think LC has the farthest drive to go across Marion County and play in that semi-state, which is obviously exceedingly rare. See, now I've read my email. He's going to be on, Greg's going to be on our air at 5 o'clock on Sunday. For the pairing show, right, Greg? Hey, hey, Coach Lovell. Yeah, I realized yeah. Super, Super Sunday was last week, um, but <laughs> Purdue plays at 1, IU plays at 3, pairing show is at 5, the All-Star game follows. I would say wow. that's pretty Super Sunday in the state of Indiana. Yeah. Gosh, that is, Rick, if I could sneak in one more on the high school boys' front, and I know this is not the sport he plays, but you'll talk about this team come Sunday night. I thought I saw the other day Mark Zachary from Ben Davis was just offered by Alabama to play football. Well, this is the sport he plays. I realize, you know, he's he's um, uh, probably a, we think he's we think he's an NFL level cornerback at some point in time. Um, you know, he play goes both ways for Ben Davis. He's, a, he's probably a Division One level basketballer if he went that route. Again, I, I say, there's some David is, Bell vibes, right? Co- correct. Um, David might have slightly been a better high school player as, as a basketball player um, and maybe a better wide receiver, too. But, again, I, I really think defensive back and think of the length of Juju Brents at cornerback uh, because Mark has the blessing of an exceedingly long wingspan. Uh, he, he's got which makes him a great defender in basketball. But uh, you name the school, Mark has been offered by them from a from a football standpoint at this juncture. Greg Regstraw with us here on the Pay Less Liquors Hotline. We're hanging out at the NBA crossover event. Convention Center opens at 2 o'clock today. Uh, it's going to be open Saturday and Sunday. Bring the family. It's a fantastic lots to do out here, food, drinks, uh, and everything else. Uh, Indiana State, let's talk about them, Greg. Tough one the other night, uh, you know, losing to Illinois State, really being down the whole game. They try to make a comeback, but they lose double digits at home to a team that's under 500. Their net ranking, if you like that, I don't know your thoughts on the net, dropped to only 28. I thought it might be a little bit more, but in your, in your estimation, their at-large bid, what do you think that loss may have done to it if they don't win the conference to- tournament, obviously? I think that man toasted, unfortunately. Um, and, and again, you, you point out the right analogy or the right stat in terms of, hey, the net ranking didn't plummet because it was as high as 20 at one point in time. But that would be a quad three, if not a quad four loss. Um, And the previous three losses that Indiana State had had at Alabama, at Michigan State, at Drake, nothing to sneeze at. Home loss, again, to one of the back-end teams in your league is no bueno. Uh, And so I I, I do think that margin of error in terms of that large berth for Indiana State, I hope I'm wrong about this. Frankly, I hope they don't need it. Uh, but I kind of worry that that may have went poof with that loss, again, because of the location and because of whom they lost to on Tuesday. And on paper, they probably have their toughest game left here in the regular season coming up tomorrow afternoon, a trip to Missouri State. Greg Rakestraw joining us here on the Payless Liquors Hotline. Rake, let's shift gears to Butler and their NCAA tournament chances. 
I think the resume looks very strong for when you compare that to other bubble teams. They've got plenty of quad one and quad two wins. They've got wins away from home. They don't have the horrific loss by any means. Having said right. that, you look at any sort of bracketology, it's not like they're comfortably in. What what more? Is uh, went over Creighton on Saturday enough? Uh, I, you know, Do you need two or three of those types of wins? What do you see for Butler here as we reach the final few weeks of regular season? Be around 500 the rest of the way. Um, I, I think beating Creighton it would, would virtually lock it, knowing they've got that road win. You've got another quality win against Marquette. By no means was the loss at home on Tuesday to Marquette a bad loss because they're going to be likely a two-seed in the upcoming NCAA tournament. Uh, I, I think anything but a lengthy losing streak for Thad Mata's team, and they are back in the NCAA tournament. I, again, um, I, I would say the same thing about Creighton I would say about Marquette. It's not like that would come across as a bad loss unless you get blown out on your own home floor. If you win that one, I think you're in. Um, I, I would say 75-25, 80-20, a tournament team at this point. Greg Regstraw with us here, Payless Liquors Hotline. Just as a follow-up on that, you know, so many coaches, and I would love to truly know uh, what Thad Mata thinks, so many coaches complain about, you know, today's game. They complain about the transfer portal and everything else. But, boy, if I'm Butler, I like the transfer portal, do I not? I mean, you got to build a team, and if this team makes an NCAA tournament, Greg, I mean, that's a, that's a huge accomplishment given where this program was a couple seasons ago couple of things here, a lot, lot of uh, you know, bites at the apple on this one. You could have stopped that sentence with a lot of coaches complain, full stop. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of part and parcel of the profession. Uh, we said that, that would be, a lot of humans complain, full stop, uh, and you'd be fine with that. But secondarily, you know, before the transfer portal was cool, that's been a big part of what Butler has done. Think about the last 10 to 15 years and how many key pieces, really 20 years, how many key pieces of the Bulldogs are guys that did not begin their playing days at Butler University? Brandon Miller, Mike Green, Avery Woodson, Rocky Campbell. Clark, uh, Pete Campbell playing at IPFW. Thank you. Uh, and I'm sure people are uh, the Gathers kid, Savage. I mean, I, I could, Robish, I could keep going. Um, and those guys had to sit out a year back in the day. Um, that has always been seemingly part and parcel. Um, it has been more rare that Butler has gotten, you know, obviously simultaneously, which explains back-to-back championship game appearances, you know, guys like Mac, Hayward, Howard, two of the three being Indiana kids, but guys that were direct recruits, um, you know, usually when somebody played somebody else first and, and came to Butler and had a better experience. So, yes, there should be no complaining from anybody involved at Butler University, coach, fan, student, et cetera, about the transfer portal, uh, because, um, much like Chico Escuela said that baseball had been very, very good to him, the transfer portal has been very, very good to the Butler Bulldogs this year. Rake, we'll end with the Colts question. Greg Rakestraw with us here, ISC Sports Network. Starting Tuesday, you've got the ability to franchise tag Michael Pittman Jr. It's a two-week window that'll last till March 5th. Then free agency opens on March 13th. If I have to uh, list a, a most likely option, you think, for Michael Pittman, would you say he gets the tag and then an eventual long-term deal? He plays on the franchise tag this season or he ends up hitting the open market, or I guess you would throw a fourth one in there, they do get a long-term deal done without the franchise tag. I would rate him in this order. I would say tag to get a long-term deal done, followed by getting a long-term deal done. Uh, again, 
it's been the mo of, of Chris Ballard: resign your own. Um, and for for guys that that show the toughness and durability that he has in that position, um, I, I think that makes up for any. And I'm using the air quotes here. You know, qualms about is he really number one receiver? I, I think a lot of that was answered this past year. Um, and again, frankly, the Colts have the cap space to do it. So I, 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 I think there's a franchise tag just to hold him in place. But I think a long-term deal happens sooner rather than later. Off to Evansville for the Wrestling State Finals coming up. It's another busy weekend per usual for Greg. Greg Straw, he'll have the pairing show on our airwaves coming up 5 o'clock on Sunday. I, I, I want to pause you because we talked about this on Monday or Tuesday. Do we have a date when, when, when Greg, you and JMV are going to an Indiana State game? Do we, do we have that a date for that, Sunday, or is that happening? That is Sunday, March 3rd. That is the season finale against Murray State, so local authorities have been notified. <laughs> do you think your conversation with uh, JMV will be better, worse than Kevin Bowen a couple weeks ago, or how oh, are you going to well. kind of stack those against each other? Do you think? I, I love well, my the, the one. The one thing that in in retellings of the buddy comedy that was Kevin and I going to the Notre Dame game back in December the nineteenth is is kind of the radio talk show host lean into making it sound like you know I brought up in casual conversation. You know, I was the valedictorian of my high school class. I think somehow it came up largely prompted by a question from Kevin, not me just boarding it out there like, hey, look, there's a barn. Hey, look, let's play the license plate game. Hey, you know, I was the valedictorian of my high school class. Uh, we probably won't have that conversation since, you know, John and I have, have made road trips like that together in the past. You guys are going to be talking about 80s rock and roll. I know exactly what you're going to be talking about. Nah, late 80s, early 90s hip hop. That's much more my speed. <laughs> Rake, I love it. So I already see IU fans are clamoring for Indiana State kids they won in the portal. Oh, so God. that's probably what Indiana State has to look forward to coming up here uh, in about a month or so. Rake, safe travels down to Evansville, man. Uh, Wrestling State Finals, honestly, one of my favorite events each year. Enjoy that, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, fellas. Talk soon. Yeah, happy Friday to you. We got you to 10 o'clock here on the Wake Up Call. KB and Andy, we appreciate Cam, our engineer, being out here as well. We are on the road. Uh, the mobile drivehuber.com studios today. We're at the NBA Crossover Event Convention Center. It opens at 2 o'clock today. Uh, and like we have said uh, all week, like KB's told you, download the NBA Events app. It tells you exactly uh, when and where several of the NBA All-Stars. I know Miles Turner's doing it. Miles Turner's doing a ton uh, around here this weekend so download the app and come uh, and have a good time this is a um, and it's more than you know, just informative about where the stars are going to be it's great in terms of like lay the land downtown you know ride share stuff transportation yep. parking anything you need where things are going to be event wise what's at the convention center what's at Lucas Oil what's at Gamebridge uh, tons of you know restaurants it, it, it might be a little bit more for the out of city audience uh, but still I, I think it's a great uh, app to download and just keep you abreast of everything yeah a couple different things. Uh, Jermaine O'Neal, you heard that promo there uh, for Query and Company. Jermaine O'Neal, they taped an interview with, we'll play some of that sound maybe in the 9 o'clock hour. Uh, there's a little teaser that's going around the internet. They put out 30, 40 seconds or so. Jermaine O'Neal at 1 o'clock today, they will be playing that uh, on Query and Company. And supposedly, 
he opens up quite a bit about not only uh, the brawl, but uh, some of his, you know, some of some of his family upbringing. So you'll learn a lot about Jermaine O'Neal. That's coming up today uh, at one o'clock. Okay, so one piece of sound we wanted to play for you about forty seconds or so. So last night on the TNT broadcast that was right here in this building, uh, Shaq, Reggie, a little back and forth with the TNT guys on you know face of the league when LeBron and KD and some of these guys when their career is over. And obviously, Tyrese Halliburton was a main piece of that conversation. Take a listen. We'll react. Go ahead, Mark. You have a player here now, Tyrese Halliburton. When KD is gone, when LeBron is gone, when Steph is gone, do you think he could be the face of this league? I say yes. I think he's he's on a, a short list because he has all the intangibles. He's a family man. He's a team player. He hits big shots, and it's all about winning with him. He'll do whatever it takes to win. And to be here, when I say he's the captain now, he understands, and this fan base understands, that he involves everyone. And that's what it takes to win a championship in smaller markets. Wow. What do you think? I mean, I would agree. That is hard to um, – I, I can sit here and react to that in two ways. Damn, that's high praise from two of the all-time greats. And Shaquille Leonard, or Sha- Shaquille Leonard, and Shaquille O'Neal and Reggie Miller. Yeah, thank you, Mark, for that. Uh, maybe Darius Leonard. Uh, and at the same time, I agree with it. Like you know, I said it at the Vogue last night, Andy, to the crowd of like, this is a dude that averages what I don't know his exact averages, but whatever. He's averaging twenty three points, eleven assists, and it's like a one to two turnover game every night. I, I what? I mean, guys just do not do that in this league. And, you know, right there, Reggie mentioned as well, he makes big plays late. I mean, that's another area that Tyrese has been very open and honest about of like, I've never really been in those situations. Certainly wasn't it in Sacramento. Iowa State didn't really ask me to do a whole lot of that. How do guys react to that? That's oftentimes a separator, like it is with quarterbacks in the NFL. What do you do with two minutes to go in the game? What do you do in the fourth quarter? For NBA guys, what do you do in the clutch? And Halliburton has delivered. And obviously, it'll be another rung of the ladder you know, when they get to the playoffs and how he, he, uh, he reacts to that. But um, that is some very, very high praise from Shaquille O'Neal and Reggie Miller. So last night, uh, if you're just joining us, and KB mentioned it there, we're at the Vogue Theater. Uh, I don't know if you could say helping out, emceeing, I don't know, sitting there drinking and eating, uh, whatever you want to say. We were there for the Woj pod, and he had Grand Hill and had Halliburton. And I did write a few things down you know, that I did find interesting uh, from last night. Halliburton mentioned to Woj, and again, that's up on all the, you know, the podcast platforms the Woj podcast, uh, that the plan was, going back to his injury, remember we kind of made eye contact, we're like, is this new information? He said that the plan was for him to play in that Portland game, that that was the plan. Uh, It was not because simply Halliburton was traded for and that was going to be the first game he was going to play as a pacer. Now, he said, did Halliburton, that it just had lined up uh, that he was going to play and then Siakam was traded. The other thing that he said was, you know, the first thought was 
that he was going to be out that entire West Coast trip, which basically we kind of thought, right? When we looked at that was that original two week window. Yeah, that was that if you Woj remember. Uh, so that wasn't surprising, and he did admit, and I, I think this was pretty clear uh, by the actions. He did admit that you know one reason he and they pushed him to come back, even in that Portland game, was the sixty five game rule. Uh, and he, you know, he readily uh, admitted that, and that was obviously a conversation piece last night. The other thing that he said that I just found interesting is, and it goes back to kind of what I said early in the seven o'clock hour, how you know I, I know he's an NBA player, but in the last year or so, his life has changed. He's went from yes, an NBA player, a little bit anonymous, to being a star, to being where you know, I mean, you have Shaq and Reggie Miller talking about him, and you know, in the next few years, KB being a face, the face of the entire league. Halliburton said that he's now journaling. That this year he started keeping a journal. How about that? Has yeah, Kevin Bowen little, ever kept a journal before? I, I, I can't say I have. Me uh, probably it's what helped me back from being a star in the NBA. Uh, self-reflection is what Tyrese had mentioned. Um, again, I encourage everyone to listen to that Woj pod. I believe it is up on podcast platforms. Please listen after our show ends today at 10 o'clock. But... Um, it was a really enjoyable listen between basically the first 30 minutes is just Woj and Tyrese. And then Grant Hill comes on stage for the final 30. Um, some great topics, not just specific to Tyrese, but a lot of it is, uh, but league wide stuff, team USA stuff, uh, all of that. And I, I, I wish I had more like profound words to use in describing it, but I just, he, Tyrese Halliburton just gets it. And I don't know how to describe it other than that. But Andy, he's he's a star on the floor and he's a star off of it, in my opinion. And unfortunately, that does take on a huge, huge meaning, particularly when you're in a market like this. Uh, that is necessary. You brought up the Derrick Rose analogy earlier of him wanting no part in whatever, attracting uh, or, or openly recruiting you know, people to Chicago. The Pacers can't have that out of their lead guy. They need that guy spearheading some sure. of those efforts. They sure. need him to be more of the college football coach than the NFL coach. No, no, no. You got to be the CEO and the brand for us. And you got to be front and center. And Tyrese said it last night. If you listen to the podcast, you will hear it. Tyrese very blunt and being like, I have talked to dudes and literally asked them, do you want to be in Indiana? And we're talking guys that are under contract. You know, I, I don't know how legal some of that is, but he is certainly... Well, if, if you're a player, it's okay, right? Right, right yeah. yeah. If you're Chad yeah. Buchanan, I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Kevin Bridger's got different <laughs> rules than, than Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, but he's actively doing this, and that's why I have been bullish since the World Cup in the fall that Halliburton will have the ability to attract guys here. Pascal Siakam, to me, is just the first of dominoes and how that could play out, and certainly financially. Uh, things are going to get a little tighter here moving forward, but I think he's got a great shot. I'd be, frankly, I'd be shocked if he didn't make Team USA. To me, he just he strikes me as the perfect like uh, whatever ninth guy if you want to label him as that. Oh, he he's going to be on Team USA. You know, do more, yeah. but he would be very accepting of that role. And again, the words that Grant Hill uses, electrifying and magnetic, I think are great words to describe Tyrese Halliburton. So a fun event for us last night. 
up at the Vogue. Enjoyed seeing a lot of listeners there as well. Fun catching up with them. All right, uh, coming up on the other side, we took our turn at a little three-point action here inside of the convention center earlier this morning. You can do the same later. Miles Turner, a really cool uh, local angle he's got going on here. He'll be in the building later. We'll chat about that and get you set for NBA All-Star Weekend. It really, really picks up today and obviously into Saturday with the game coming up Sunday inside of Gamebridge Fieldhouse. Kevin Bowen, Andy Sweeney, Cam, the engineer on site, Mark Dykton back in studio, live here at the Convention Center. It's the NBA crossover with the wake-up call, 93.5107.5, the fan. All right, not a... Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Clock hour, final hour for us of the week. We're hanging out with you. NBA crossover event. Come on down. Very obviously family. Uh, it's uh, the Fan Fest, basically. Uh, come on down. This place opens at 2 o'clock. Download the NBA events app. Uh, that's the best thing to do so you can find out uh, basically everything that's going around the city. And for the crossover uh, event here at the convention center, you can find out uh, when different players, you, you mentioned Miles Turner with the Starry people, uh, Tyrese Halliburton around. 5 o'clock today as well. So that's the go-to. We're going to be here for the next hour or so. And I did want to mention prices for that because I know some people have asked about that. $35 to get in. Children under 12, $20. And times, as Andy said, 2 to 9 p.m. today. Tomorrow and Sunday, you'll get 11 to 8 both days. So 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. both Saturday and Sunday here at the crossover event. Tons of not only current NBA players, but you've got current WNBA players, NBA legends as well. I believe Bill Walton oh, yeah. was on the list. Shout out to Kirk. The listener says uh, Bill Walton ended his career with a bank shot. It's great to be <laughs> that, here, that, that, Kevin. Thank you very much. That makes me he, feel better about things. He's Thank also you, the, Coach Walton. Thank you, Mark. He's Dickens. also the easiest interview ever. Oh, my you God. JMV did uh, it. He asked yeah. three questions, and he talked for an hour I, I'm, a few su- years ago. I'm surprised he got three questions in. I mean, the, <laughs> over, the over-under was one and a half. So, yeah, it's, it's basically uh, good morning or good afternoon, Bill Walton, and then your job is done as a radio host. It's such a variety of things <laughs> to get to here today in the convention center. Uh, we're overlooking right now the court where some G League games will be played here later today. Really nice looking court and stands already set up, ready to go. We talked to the three point people. You've got uh, the bounce, you know, the, the like, remember the skills competition? Though they started oh, yeah. off with like a bounce pass area. So nothing says Indiana like a good crisp bounce pass. So you've got that set up. Uh, WNBA booth over there. Uh, tons of great just looking items. So uh, pretty cool uh, space here at the convention. Yeah, center. we're the autograph spot. Obviously, they'll get us out of here. Uh, they'll tell Cam to hurry up and pack us out so they can get ready for the actual luminaries who will be signing autographs later today. But we're by the past the rock like you just mentioned. I, I I have no yearning to go try that one out. I'm more of a gun. I'm more of a shooter. I don't want to pass the ball. You're not a facilitator. I, I'm, not a, I'm not a facilitator. No. Okay. I have others right. set me up in the game. You I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't strike me. Uh, I, to, doesn't a couple, me a couple things. Uh, I want to get back to Purdue here uh, in a second because they had an odd game last night. I guess, you know, probably not too surprising. 16, 17, 17 and a half point spread. A sleepy game against Minnesota. Minnesota is a fine team. We can dive into that in a second. But it just just for me, now now that we have just a couple minutes here, 
You know, I wanted to bring up, you know, last night we were at the Vogue and it was fantastic and meeting, you know, people that listen to the show, that's always fantastic. But, you know, really just you see the excitement around the Pacers and you see and you've talked about it a lot over the first two hours of the show, KB, uh, the the growth into superstardom by Tyrese Halliburton. And so, you know, I'm watching last night and you have the Tyrese Halliburton stuff uh, and you have that combined with, you know, the Pacers and we under Woj talking about how, you know, the come up, if you will, uh, for the Indiana Pacers. So you combine those two things and I know, listen, they have had injury issues here. We all understand that they they have had injury issues. But, you know, right now they're sitting there as the sixth seed in the playoffs. And then on top of it, I mean, you look at Miami, who's the seven. You look at Orlando, who's the 8KB, and they all have 25 losses. Uh, and so they've went through stretches where they've had to make some moves. They bring in Pascal Siakam, out goes Buddy Heald, uh, and they do all this. They like the next 26 games, we need to see them get going. Like, that's what it made me think of. You know, they've received so much praise the first half of the season, Tyrese Halliburton. Now I want to see them make that run. Now I want to see Halliburton play, not just in the playing games, I want to see him play uh, in those seven game series, if you will. And to me, that's the excitement, uh, the nervousness, but also the excitement the next couple weeks. Well, and you sound like Tyrese Halliburton right now. He brought that up on, I would say, five separate occasions last night, very organically. It's not like Woj and Grant Hill pushed him down that path. It was very organic of like, I haven't played in the postseason. It's time for me to experience that. Speaking of experience things, the great Joey Graziano from the NBA. Joey, give us that title one no, more time. I, wait, I have it. I have it. Whoa. I, I have his card. You, Dude, you I, prepared. I, I still have I his I NBA card. It. Come on. Joey, I, I He is a senior vice president and a head of global mm-hmm. event strategy and development. Did I, did I nail that? Did I get that you right? Did, but the problem has been is uh, I've been getting accosted around town. I've been hearing that somebody's been saying that they're me at, at bars and restaurants <laughs> around town. And now I, I think we found out who it is. Uh-oh. I, uh, you know, this is why you can't give out your business card. Well, Do I look like a Joey Graziano? As long as you're rocking that all-star jacket, you will not be taking <laughs> it all for Andy Sweeney. Uh, Joey, great to have you on again. Uh, I know you've made the rounds on our shows for the last couple of weeks, and you've been setting up home shop here in Indianapolis for about the last month. Um, lay the land. It's Friday morning. It's 9.07. We've got people that are like, I ain't working past noon today. Yeah. Let them know what they need to be, where they need to be, I guess, all throughout today. Yeah, I mean, today is is really one of those great days. I think the tip-off last night was incredible. Um, great energy, great excitement, and, uh, and carried it over to TNT last night. And then today, at 2 p.m., you've got crossover tipping off. And I think you want to be here, one of the first people here. The merch, you recognize the jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, fly represents fly. Uh, you got to be able to. You got to be here. You want to be able to get the first merchandise drops. We've got incredible stuff. Jordan doing the Tatum twos, uh, unveiling them today. So it's that kind of stuff, that kind of day where there's going to be these new products dropped all day long. Over 120 appearances. We're sitting right now on the autograph stage. It's going to be. Yeah, on we fire. don't belong on this stage. No, no. Not the not the three of us. No, no, yeah. not at all. Yeah. Um, so I think it's that kind of day. And then tonight, celebrity game and rising stars. I mean, I can't be more excited for that rising stars tournament. The the level of competition. Some of those young, young, transformative talents. I mean, anytime I get to see Wemby on a court, I need to be there. 
Yeah, we've called this the uh, indoor basketball theme park. Like, this is just an awesome, awesome place to be. We walked around. We had Adam Silver in the interview that we played earlier in the show. We were walking around during that. I'm like, I feel like a kid on a playground yeah. in here. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to move to the next exhibit because I feel like I haven't really experienced uh, the the full one. Um Concerts as well. I know uh, T-Pain, surprise appearance last night at Bicentennial Unity Plaza. Where are we at concert-wise for the next few days as well? So we've got T-Pain tonight uh, with Zed performing. Tomorrow, great country day. I'm a country fan. Keith Urban, Walker Hayes. Walker Hayes in the celebrity game tonight. And then you've got Jelly Roll, which is sort of, a, I think, a star across multiple music genres tomorrow night here. We're excited about that concert in particular. We're, we're a party city. This is a party league. We want you to be able to have a good Saturday night, so come out to Jelly Roll. Have and a that's big party. here, right? That's in the convention here. center? Right next door is a okay. massive, massive concert studio um, that Shaq performed at last night at MGK. Uh, so you hear that DJ story? Diesel. <laughs> DJ Diesel. But you hear a story about five girls couple flew up from Florida. Other friends came from Chicago. They slept outside. Oh, my God. Yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable fandom. They slept outside. It's 20 degrees outside. To be the first people in line. That big a MGK fan. Oh, my goodness. I heard the story. We texted Ernie and Chuck. They brought him up. They put him on TV last night on TNT. <laughs> These girls were, I mean, just an incredible. Good for them. Like, fandom is. <laughs> oh, I fans, love it. Like, fans respect fans. Yeah. Oh, my like, gosh. It was, it was unbelievable. Fandom's the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. They, to, like, come up. They bought a hotel room, and they just used it for the pillows and blankets. Just wild. Gosh, I'd right? like to say psychotic, but they're the reasons we probably have jobs, I frankly. Mean, so thank you off, for that. All of us have done crazy stuff like right, that. Right, I know. Um, and uh, and they did that. I mean, just to be able to see MGK, I asked them if they wanted to go see. <laughs> the great story. I asked them if they wanted to go see anything else. I was like, you guys basketball fans? Like, what else can I get you access to? They're like, could you get us a couple cocktails? <laughs> so it was done. Uh, they need yeah, some liquid easy. courage to yeah. be outside. You know, I'd, rather, I'd rather be outside for that than, like, outside of Best Buy on Black Friday. For a 50-inch TV, you know, or, yeah. or something like that. Uh, Joey Graziano with us here uh, for a couple more minutes. Who do you think is the best celebrity basketball player? Do you have a leader in the clubhouse? I'm putting I, you on the spot with that one a little I, bit. I mean, listen, I think what's what's what you end up finding is that some of these guys who you weren't expecting oh, they can, can, ball. can really ball. Like, yeah. if you told me tonight that Walker Hayes put up 40, I wouldn't be shocked, yeah. right? Like, there's always the guys you knew, the Kevin Hart's of the sure. world, right? CJ Stroud sounds yeah. like a I very mean, accomplished basketball player. Right, like, we had... Miles Garrett play last. I mean, and all of a sudden he throws down dunks that you're like, this dude could have played and been an athlete anywhere in any sport on any planet. Um, so I'm, there's people like that in the NFL talents, but there's always one of these guys that I always look at and I'm like, they're they're not athletes, and then they come up and can just shoot. Uh, which is still gives me hope that maybe <laughs> maybe maybe there's still an athlete inside. Of it. One day you're gonna d- get the jacket off, and coach yeah. is gonna put you into the game. Okay, we are right here in the convention center again, Exhibit Hall J, uh, NBA crossover starting at two o'clock today. We're looking right out here at a beautiful basketball court. Yeah. Stands are up. G League games gonna be going on in here later today. G League Park, and I don't know if you saw the little detail. So to me, like I've always wanted to create that Rucker Park feel. So if you notice right over there, those tables, you can play chess. To me, you can't be in a New York City. And the lights, I didn't even notice that. See these little touches. Yeah, that's good, man. I did not notice. You guys don't miss a thing. If you can't play chess, (laughs) it's not a New York City park. So this is G League Park. They're going to have their own slam dunk competition. They've got the rehearsals for that going on today. That happens tomorrow. They've also got the next up tournament. I think we now have some credibility in the tournament game after the in-season tournament, now renamed the NBA Cup. I feel like we we earned some credibility in that space. So the G League is going to have their own tournament. 
tournament for teams happening here on Sunday. Gosh, so again, such a great one-stop shop here. You're going to see you see games yeah. uh, in, in Re- person. Real court, right? Real court. I mean, again, this looks legit as legit. We're sitting right here at the autograph table. You're going to get a ton of appearances. Yeah. Uh, Joey, I've been telling everybody, and you brought it to our attention last week, NBA Events app. It is the must-download. It's so informative. It's so easy to look at. It helps you map out the entire schedule for the weekend. What else are we missing? What else yeah. do fans need to know about the next three days? So to me, those 120 appearances, like you want to come out and see stars, we're going to deliver them to you. That NBA Events app will walk you through the stars. But I also, speaking of things that I'm excited about, Starry, if you haven't been, I know we've talked a oh, lot about that. We just did that. it. Yeah, yeah, we did it during the break. Hey. Yeah, last hour. Bank yeah. was open for me. Well, Bank in a banker. three. Uh-huh. I mean, you see the Michael giving away- Smith on the assist. Thank you to Michael. Great, They're giving great away seventy five grand. It's unbelievable. Right? Yeah. Twenty five thousand each of the next yeah. three days. And Miles Turner going to be partnering with Gleaners Food Bank, which we love from a local That's angle. Amazing. And Tyrese Halliburton going to be over there as well. I mean, Tyrese is everywhere. He's I everywhere. Mean, <laughs> Where were them last night? Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I, I was sitting with uh, Kevin Pritchard, and he was like, "You know what? The in-season tournament took a lot out of us. We got a young team." <laughs> and I'm like, "All Star is going to take a lot out of Tyrese. Oh, he is everywhere, and he is a great representation for this city. Um, I'm so excited for him to to come out. And there's a lot of pressure on on that MVP. I hear the chants were the chants were early and ferocious from the from the local fans. Yesterday. Okay, well, it's funny you say that. He walked off the stage last night at the Vogue, and we were just in a back room. There weren't many of us back there, and Tyrese just said to himself, "Man, I can't believe today's finally over." Like it, you know, it has been a long day for him, yeah. and certainly he made the appearance last night that you're referencing in a two uh, Indy car two seater with Connor Daly, who will be in the celebrity game tonight. The Noblesville product, the Heritage Christian product. Uh, so yes, Tyrese is going to be everywhere, and you know, Andy, I'm glad you shout out Miles Turner a little bit early. I mean, this oh, he's is, doing everything. This is your yeah. longest tenure yeah. pacer. It's a guy that, I mean, hell, he'd be the first one to tell you he's been in trade rumor after trade rumor, and he's stuck with it, and the organization has stuck by him. So cool to see he being in the limelight that he deserves as well. Last one for me, uh, tickets. What do we need to know? Tickets, whether it be concerts, yeah. uh, any of the game stuff, maybe not Sunday. We know where that no, ticket no, is, you know, but what do you guys have popping right now? What's so great about what we're doing here is, and you guys can look around and see, everything we're building is custom. And so when you build custom stuff, Stuff, you end up having to be really conservative with the sightline holds. So actually, over the last couple hours, and even this morning, I'm getting a note that says, hey, tickets we didn't think we were going to be able to release, we're now releasing. So the great part for our fans is NBAevents.com. We're continuing to release tickets, released a couple more this morning for Saturday night. So if you want to cool. go in, our commitment remains the same with Herb Simon's leadership. We're going to put out affordable tickets, get people, and give everyone an opportunity to be able to experience this. So if you're local, you're in the drive market, you still have tons of opportunities to be able to come on down. And again, we've got a text here um, asking if uh, additional tickets for the concerts. Yes, the concert tickets are separate from Crossover. Correct. correct? They're separate from Crossover, yep. But on NBAevents.com, you can get a three-day concert pass, which will let you to go to the concert tonight, the two concerts tomorrow, and then the Little Wayne on Sunday. To me, that's the best, that's the best bargain in, in, in all. Joey, you've been outstanding with us. We can't thank you enough for not only, I guess, adopting our city for the last month and being uh, such an ambassador for it, uh, but also with our station and informing our fans. We love your energy. We love your information and uh, really appreciate the time. No, man, it's the great, greatest event city in the world. And you guys are amazing. So we're going to have a big weekend.